Welcome to BCP Unfiltered. I am your brother. I am your host, BCP. I am tickled pink that we got back our YouTube channel. And there's why I'm uh, tickled pink. You know, I have a love-hate relationship with YouTube. But I was uh, in communication with YouTube yesterday. By the way, I was actually sat down to start recording the episode uh, for this show. Uh, then I had some sort of notification. I contacted YouTube and they actually reversed their erroneous strike against my channel. So I had a strike against my channel. They said that I was inciting violence, reporting about Bobby Cremo III. I, I show that to you on this show, how they misinterpreted my sarcasm. They rejected my appeal right away, saying, nope, I was inciting violence. Um, you know, I had some other communication with them. I didn't think anything was going to come of it. Uh, but when everything was said and done, they went back and and actually upheld my appeal, put back the video, took and took the strike off the channel. So I was able to go back two weeks early uh, onto YouTube. Uh, but it was a lengthy conversation late in the afternoon, and uh, I did not complete the episode yesterday. I apologize. I will have something, obviously, for you today and on Saturday because our goal is to have five programs a week on this show. So thank you for your support. Let's get into some news uh, I want to cover. Uh, first of all, I want to follow up on what I've been saying that I'm not saying don't go and protest the FBI. I'm just saying, say, be very careful. It may be a trap. Okay. When people start organizing these things, we need to know who they are and if they are the real deal. For instance, there's going to be one in St. Louis, Missouri, and one of the Hoff brothers is going to be there. So I would imagine since the uh, Hoffs are known folks to fight back against the deep state, that that's probably a legitimate event. But there's more to it. Even though this is a legitimate event, the organizers already have heard that the FBI may be infiltrating their rally this Sunday and they've taken uh, the right attitude. Now, once again, let me be clear. I said, I didn't say don't do it. I said, just be careful because it's our right to protest and we should protest and we do have the power to protest. I felt it was my job to just let you know that there may be some consequences of that. For instance, infiltration by the FBI and you may be targeted by the FBI after doing that and local law enforcement. Just in case you're going to go protest, you should know what the consequences are. This is uh, from Bill Hennessy, the founder of the St. Louis Tea Party back in 2009. On Thursday night, we heard the FBI may be infiltrating our rally on Sunday. We will not let this deter us. Our freedom is too important. We will not bow down to the threats of the tyrants. People are telling me not to speak out against the FBI and the DOJ. Good, brave people. They say this is in 2009. The feds are playing hardball. They're looking for any excuse. Don't give them one. We will go to the FBI offices on Sunday at 1 p.m. because we do not fear them. They fear us. Did you see Merrick Garland? He looked like he was making a hostage video. As someone told Brian Kilmeade on Fox News, this looks like a fishing expedition that turned up nothing. So they're changing the narrative to presidential papers. That's why Merrick Garland is scared. That's why we are not. We will not cower or hide from the tyrants or their shock troops. So... That's what you have. Please join Jim Hoft and Bill Hennessy on Sunday to protest the dirty FBI in St. Louis, Missouri. So, uh, 
This is the Tea Party 2.0. It will revive the spirit of Samuel Adams and the Sons of Liberty. It's time to shut down the most corrupt organization in the United States, the wicked FBI. More details to come, but the date, time, and location are set. 1 p.m. Central Time, Sunday, August 14th. Venue 2222 Market Street, St. Louis, Missouri, 63103. Please join us for a peaceful protest this Sunday. All right. So there you go. They heard that the FBI, FBI may infiltrate the rally. They do not want you to be afraid. They're not afraid. It's still going on. Now, let's talk about this gunman who we now know is uh, Ricky Schiffer, who was killed after trying to supposedly infiltrate the Cincinnati, Ohio FBI office. This is really, really, really interesting. I'm going to call it and say it's shady. I'm not saying this is a false flag, but it sure, because I don't have enough information to go either way, but it sure has the the markings of one. Let me remind you what's going on here. Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland have singled out, even though it's kind of hard to say single out when there's hundreds of millions of us, people in the United States as domestic terrorists who are speaking out against the illegitimate actions of the Marxists and the regime of the fake president, Joe Biden. They've been doing this for years now. Christopher Ray has been doing it for years. And we have a year plus now of Merrick Garland doing this. Then they come out with this thing with, oh, criticizing the FBI and what they did to President Trump. Oh, we fear for the safety. No one should go after them. Like no one went after them. There was no violence coming. We're just saying that what they did is wrong and it should be protested again. But there was no violence or threats of violence. And then we have this Ricky Schiffer who tried to breach an FBI Cincinnati field office. And he is ex-military. And of course, the military has been trying to weed out patriots by calling them extremists just for having opinions like uh, upholding the Second Amendment, freedom of speech, and upholding the fact that we have a fake president and that should be rectified and corrected. So if we want to know what the deep state is thinking, why not go to the Washington Post? They are, the Washington Post is essentially a propaganda arm of the U.S. State Department. So here you go. The 42-year-old gunman who tried to breach the FBI Cincinnati field office Thursday before being fatally shot by authorities was a Navy veteran who had manned sensitive equipment aboard an attack submarine, according to his service records provided by the military. Boy, was the military quick to supply information on Ricky Schiffer. Isn't that interesting? Ricky W. Schiffer... Schiffer, it's, it's spelled S-H-I-F-F-E-R. So phonetically, I'm going to say it's Schiffer. Whose identity was confirmed Friday by Ohio State Police, served in the Navy for five years as a fire control technician aboard the nuclear-powered USS Columbia, according to his record. Submarines are inherently sensitive assignments requiring extensive vetting, and Schiffer's job was particularly sensitive. After enlisting in June 98, he underwent 10 months of training before being assigned to the USS Columbia, where he oversaw electronics equipment associated with weapons such as missiles and torpedoes. Hmm. So this is a guy that was over sensitive information and supposedly President Trump was rated as they were looking for sensitive information. And then he went after the uh, FBI field office. What was he hoping to do? We don't know because they shot him. Like that guy who shot at the police officers in Texas 
during the July 4th weekend when they were trying to cover up Hillary Clinton. And then he gets blown up by a uh, by a robot. He gets killed by a robot, and we don't know his story. Isn't that a isn't that convenient? I'm not saying that Schiffer was MK Ultra or a plant or this is a false flag, but it sure has the markings of one. The Navy record did not list any individual awards for Schiffer. He left the service in 2003 as a non-commissioned officer. Schiffer later served for three years in the Florida National Guard as an infantryman. Uh, according to a spokesman for the National Guard Bureau, he was honorably discharged in 2011. So the guy's been on the service for 11 years. Schiffer was shot by police after fleeing the FBI building and leading officers on a chase that led to a six-hour standoff on a rural road, the Ohio State Highway Patrol said in a news release. After negotiations failed, police attempted to utilize less lethal tactics to arrest Schiffer, but he raised a firearm and officers shot at him. Oh, that's okay to shoot at a veteran who, I don't know, maybe this guy was mentally disturbed. Maybe the guy had mental issues. Not uncommon for our veterans to have uh, mental issues that aren't resolved or aren't treated or aren't given the proper health care. And unfortunately, sometimes our own government uses these mentally ill people for their purposes. Schiffer died at the scene. Authorities are investigating a possible motive. And then the article from the Washington Post goes on to say, authorities are investigating a possible motive in addition to Schiffer's possible ties to extremist groups. This is me, not them. His name is used on several social media platforms by an individual who spoke about being at the Capitol on January 6, 2021 and urging a call to arms after the FBI executed or search warrant at former President Donald Trump's Florida estate on Monday. Now, obviously, folks, let me ask a tough question because I'm all for protests. I went to the Stop the Steal in late 2020, did not go to January 6 protests, even though I was going to go. But the Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Ghost told me, no, stay put, do not go. And I'm glad I didn't. I would have not breached the Capitol. I'm not, I would not have gone inside the Capitol. But I would have been in D.C. on that day. And I would have reaped the, uh, the, the, the whirlwind and the wrath of the FBI. And of course, I'd be off of YouTube and things would be completely different. And I think that I have had influence from reading the many comments. I've had influence on people's analysis and decisions. I've, I've, people have come to this show and our YouTube show and I've convinced liberals to become dem, uh, liberal Democrats and, and, uh, and Marxists, Bernie bros, to become conservatives and libertarians. So I have had an influence, which over the last year plus would have gone bye-bye had I gone to January 6th. So once again, I'm not saying don't go to these protests, but let's be careful here. And I asked a tough question. Are these protests, what are they accomplishing? The FBI knows that we hate them and distrust them. They're monitoring this and other social media. They know that many conservatives have been outspoken about this. It's not a matter of fear. It's just a matter of uh, efficiency. That's what I was looking for. Now, yeah, it's going to be on the news, but the negative news is going to spin those as violent January 6th type people. And look what happened to January 6th people. What came of the protest? They villainized us and gone after us. I say us because 
uh, in solidarity with my fellow patriots who did protest on January 6th in D.C. in and around the Capitol that day. But what does it accomplish? I mean, the best revolutions happen from within. That's what the Marxists have been doing. And that's what we were trying to do and what we're still trying to do with MAGA patriots elected to office and to getting President Trump in the Oval Office. I'm just putting it out there, what is being accomplished. All right, let's go to Wisconsin. Speaker Voss barely won less than 300 by 300 votes. His job, were those real votes? Was it rigged in his favor? I'm not saying it is, but it sure looks like it to me. We know that they've been rigging elections in Wisconsin. I've covered Gableman and other news about the rigging of the election in Wisconsin over the last couple years. And isn't it interesting, a guy who's on the side of the rigged elections barely squeaks out a win against a Trump-endorsed candidate when Trump-endorsed candidates are batting uh, like 960. So, I mean, let, let's just, this is ridiculous. So, earlier this week, Speaker Voss squeaked out a win in his Wisconsin State Assembly primary. He did it by less than uh, 300 votes against... Adam Steen, who was endorsed by Trump, though not well-known. Following his win, Voss immediately attacked former Wisconsin Supreme Court judge and special counsel Michael Gableman. Gableman was investigating the 2020 election fraud in Wisconsin. The former Supreme Court justice found the nursing homes in Zuckerberg-funded cities had 95 to 100% turnout. This is clear voter fraud that was discovered. Voss did everything in his power up until the other day to stall the special counsel investigation, and now he has completely fired him. Quote, the Wisconsin Assembly Republican leader who hired a former state Supreme Court justice to investigate the 2020 election fired him Friday, three days after the lawmaker beat a primary opponent with the investigator whom the investigator and former President Donald Trump had endorsed. The firing of Michael Gableman capped a 14-month ride that began when Assembly Speaker Robin Voss hired him to look into the election under pressure from Trump. But as the probe progressed under bipartisan criticism, Voss's relationship soured with both Trump and Gableman. Voss initially said he was supremely confident in Gableman's abilities. After his election win Tuesday, Voss called Gableman an embarrassment to himself and to the state. That is how he always felt. He just felt the pressure from MAGA, America First, and Trump to actually hire Gableman, who as a former Wisconsin State Supreme Court Justice, had a lot of gravitas when he spoke. I mean, it has a lot of weight when a Supreme Court justice, a former one, even at a state level, talks about the illegality of what was going on when it comes to the stolen elections in that state. So here's the big lie from Voss. After having many members of our caucus reach out to me over the past several days, it is beyond clear to me that we only have one choice in this matter, and that's to close the office of special counsel. That's a statement issued today, first to the Associated Press. Others have reached out to him for a comment. None have been granted yet by Gableman at the time of my recording this. And there you go, folks. Just like that, they can continue stealing our elections. What are your thoughts on any of the news I just presented to you? Please put it down below. Thank you for your support here on Patreon, here on Locals, and here on Spotify. We'll be back with uh, a few more reports for you between now and the end of the weekend. 
Freedom of speech is freedom of death. We got to fight the 